Hey, what's up, guys? Divine Knowledge here, back with another one. Uh, you know, for just to clarify, I'm kind of sick right now, so you're gonna hear me, you know, sniffing. You're gonna hear me sniffing because I have the sniffles, I have a runny nose. Uh, and second of thing, second thing of them all, I have a sore throat, so you might hear me coughing more than usual, uh, yeah, cause I'm sick, and, uh, it's winter time, and I fucking hate the winter, but, uh, you know, it is what it is, we're gonna get through this, I know, I'm not the only person that's sick, there's gotta be other people within, you know, my fan base, within people, you know, anybody that's listening to me, I know you, you guys are probably sick too, you know, so it is what it is, you know, we're gonna get through this, you know, we're going through all sorts of hard times right now, but it is what it is, you know, we're gonna party, you know, hopefully, you know, this sickness will wane off and, you know, I get you party just in time for New Year's Eve and that applies to you guys too. Uh, second thing of the, you know, third thing of the all, because I already said second, uh, third thing of them all, happy Thanksgiving. I know some of you guys are eating turkey, mashed potatoes, gravy, bread. You know, the traditional stuff that you guys eat at Thanksgiving, all that, all those, you know, juicy, delicious food. You know, I hope you guys are having a, or grabbing a bite and, you know, having your way with it. You know, I personally am not very fond of Thanksgiving. It's hardly anything to eat, to be frank with you, besides the occasional, you know. And then, of course, Thanksgiving is all about being thankful about, about whatever, right? You know, one, one reason why I don't like Thanksgiving is because, you know, people are hypocrites. It's very similar to your New Year's reservation. I think that's what it's called. I don't remember. New Year's resolution, some shit like that. It's where you talk about like, oh, you know, uh, next year I'm going to turn my life around for the better. Next year I'm going to stop being lazy, yada, yada, yada. You know, same thing applies to Thanksgiving. Oh, I'm thankful for my car. I'm thankful for my wife and kids. I'm thankful for having a roof over my head. You don't really mean it. You don't really mean it because the very next day you're dreading to go to work. You're dreading to clock in. You're dreading, you know, to get in your, in your car. You know, you're dreading to go out. You know, so you don't really mean it. It's all hypocritical. You know, your comments, they just contradict itself. You know, to be frank with you. You know, so you don't really mean the shit that you say, you know. So, that's why I'm not a fan of Thanksgiving. You know, it's just another day where you eat food. Just like every other every other day of the calendar. You know, nothing special about Thanksgiving. Not even Christmas. You know, fuck holidays. In anyways, uh, enough about holidays. Enough about that shit. You know, today we're gonna talk about Atlanta. It is a TV series created by Donald Glover, and he wrote the last episode. And of course, Hero Mirai. Hero Mirai, he he directed the last episode. He directed most of the episodes, I think. I don't know. I would argue. 
you know, because he is a good friend of Donald Glover. And, uh, you know, this is the last season. This is season four of Atlanta. And this is this was the last episode that Donald Glover decided to write. You know, and it's called It Was All a Dream. Okay, came out this year. Okay. And it was phenomenal, tremendous, A1, immaculate, just downright perfect, thought-provoking, insightful, all that jazz. You know, this episode was just extremely good. You know, it just, uh, you know, it really blows you out of the water. Like, it really causes you to to think if, if the show really is a dream. I mean, it technically is a dream, but it, it, it's coming from the dream of Darius. And Darius is played by none other than Lakeith Stanfield. And Darius, basically the episode begins with Darius uh, talking about, oh, I got to go to my sensory deprivation tank. But before I go, I got to grab some medications. Yada, yada, yada. You know, something like that. So he goes to a pharmacy where he's waiting for his medications for his sensory deprivation tank. And, uh, you know, basically he stumbles upon some character that goes by the name of Cree, who's none other played by Cree Summer. Cree Summer is a voice actress, in case you don't know. She played numerous characters uh, throughout her career, like way too many. You know, and she talks about you know Cree gives out a story a funny story of like you know I don't know if you know this but uh that giveaway that you're still in the sensory deprivation tank is as if you see if you watch an episode of, of Judge Judy and the minute you see her leaving you know escorting the building if you see a big pair you know if you see her with a big ass then that means you're still dreaming you know, she says something to the likes of that. Mind you, this is an episode written by Donald Glover. So it makes perfect sense why they will have that type of dialogue. You know, because that's how that's how Donald Glover plays. That's how Donald Glover gives out his jokes. That's that's how he, you know, po- you know, that's how he has fun with his screenplays. That's, you, you know, that's that's his version of joking around. You know, and then Darius is like, oh, okay, thanks for the tip. And as he's going, you know, basically throughout this episode, he goes out through a series of misadventures. He goes through a series of misadventures where, you know, he gets himself caught up with the law. He gets himself uh, acquainted with, you know, reacquainted with old friends, reacquainted with uh, siblings, you know. Basically, we get an inside, uh, inside peek, you know, an inside peek of Darius' personal life and so forth. You know, so it's pretty good. You know, it's pretty good. It, it has a good, it, it starts off pretty well, you know. But as the episode progresses, like once again, like, you know, there's all sorts of surreal fever dream type of scenarios and whatnot, all sorts of fever dream scenes where like, you know, the dream itself just starts 
glitching out, so to speak. Everything starts glitching in the dream, like all the surreal occurrences occurs once again, just like every other previous episode and so forth. And then he wakes up. He wakes up at a sensor he wakes up at a sensory deprivation tank. He goes back to sleep once again. He wakes up again, but this time he flips. And you know, as he flip as he was asleep on the sensory deprivation tank, that's not good because you can drown like that. You can drown like that. So, you know, he told the worker, I, th I thought you said I couldn't flip. He's like, well, you can't, but, you know, that's rare. It's a rare thing for that to happen, yada, 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 you know. And then he gets out of the sensory deprivation tank and he had somewhere in the main room, the lounging room. Darius is in the lounging room and like, you know, he basically talks about how the sensory deprivation tank causes him to, you know, to hallucinate and how he personally feels like he's still dreaming. Like he can sense it in his mind that he's still dreaming, you know, and uh, <clears throat> sorry about that, my voice changed. Due to the, uh, like I said, I'm sick. I have a sore throat. You know, so deal with it. So he's at the main room. And as he's at the main room, you know, there's like these group of spa ladies. These group of ladies that just got got off from the spa. And they all, they're wearing like a towel on their head and they're all covered up. And they're like drinking tea or coffee. And he personally feels like he's still dreaming. And Darius tells the group of women, I have a feeling that I'm still dreaming. And they all laugh in unison, but in a maniacal manner. They all laugh like in a hysterical, maniac, concerning manner. You know, in unison, meaning at the same time. You know, and it, it scares the living hell out of Darius. So Darius immediately leaves the building. <clears throat> Sorry about that. Like I said, I'm still sick. He immediately leaves the building. And as he leaves the building, uh, you know, the gang, you know, that is Ernest, Alfred, and Van, they're like at a restaurant. They're at some form of a sushi restaurant. And the sushi restaurant is where they're serving sushi and whatnot, but you know, the food is very off-putting, you know, they're not cooking it well, you know, it's not well made. Uh, the chef, he's he's making the food with his own bare hands. It's creeping the living hell out of everybody. You know, Ernest, the main character, he's like, let's go to Popeye's, you know, because Popeye's is right around the corner. And then the, the, the sushi chef, he gives out like a funny monologue he gives off like a funny speech saying oh you guys are going to Popeye's huh and Ernest is like yeah we're going to Popeye's and then the sushi chef he tells the employees to lock the door and he and he basically goes off on a rant of how like you know how throughout the past they they had movie premieres they had all sorts of grand openings where people would go to Popeye's and the sushi restaurant was right next door to them and how nobody bothered to visit. How not even one customer would bother to visit, said the 
you know, the sushi restaurant. And then Darius, out of nowhere, the superhero that he is, he just storms to the restaurant and he grabs his buddies. And he's like driving like some type of pink Ferrari, some shit like that, with zebra stripes on the seats. And he just he's just driving in the highway like as he rescues the gang. They're like, man, where did you get this car? He's like, oh, I stole it. And everybody's looking at him crazy. He's like, you stole it? Yeah, I stole it. It doesn't matter because I'm still dreaming. Yada, yada, yada. You know? And Ernest, the main character, being played by none other than Donald Glover, he tells him that, no, you are not dreaming. The fuck are you talking about? You are not dreaming. He's like, no, I'm still dreaming. And he was like, no, you're not. We're your real friends. And this is real life. You are not dreaming. You are not in the sensory uh, deprivation tank. As a matter of fact, you already got out of that sensory deprivation tank. You know, like, this is real life. This is not a dream. I don't know how long you have been there, but you're awake. You know, so... They head to the backyard and they're like, you know, chit-chatting and talking to each other. And Darius, the very last scene, is the very, very last scene of season four of It Was All a Dream, okay? The very last scene, you know, basically shows the Judge Judy, uh, you know, what Cree said about Judge Judy, of how, like, you know, the minute the episode is over and she escorts the building, you're going to see her with a pair of of, of big butt talks, you're gonna see her with a pair of big ass, you're gonna see a big ass on the screen, and, you know, it doesn't really show it, you know, because if it does, that would kill the suspense, you know, but you could see it through Darius' eyes, you could see it through his eyes, like, he's smiling, and then he's frowning, so he's smiling, because he probably thinks, he probably thinks that he's no longer dreaming, but then, like, at the very last frame, he's frowning, and he looks confused. He looks extremely concerned, may I add. And then, all of a sudden, the episode ends, you know, roll the credits. That was the cliffhanger. That was the cliffhanger that Donald Glover came up with. And I think it was just fantastic of how the show ended. I think it was just fantastic of how Donald Glover you know, decided to finish the show once and for all. I think it's just fantastic of how he made a TV show where it feels very dreamlike and every fucking episode was a dream that occurred in the mind of none other than Darius. And it was just, just wow. You know, it, and now the the show overall, it's already done. You know, technically canceled. It's already finished, you know, there's the final season, and uh, it had a good run, it had a really good run, you know, season 3 was my least favorite, season 3 didn't make sense, season 3 didn't add a lot of, you know, backdrops, it didn't add a lot of nuance, not a lot of backstories of the, you know, the, the four main characters, and season 4 was phenomenal, you know, I would, I, I would let, <clears throat> Excuse me, like I said, I'm still sick. Uh, I would argue that season four, half of the episodes were written, were written by none other than Donald Glover. Hence the reason why it's so good. You know, the reason why it's so good is because, 
You know, Donna Glover is a genius. Donna Glover knows how to write stories. Donna Glover knows how to keep your head ringing. Donna Glover knows how to make you keep guessing, keep thinking about the character's demise, their mental health, where they see themselves in the future, and so forth. You know, he's one hell of a writer. And he ended the show so fucking perfectly. Like, literally perfectly. Like, he ended the show so well. You know, like, this man really knows how to write TV shows. He really knows how to keep keep you on the seat. You know, keep you glued to the seat, so to speak. You know, just downright phenomenal. Uh, you know, I'll be right back. Because there's gotta... You know, there's notes on my phone that lets me to believe that uh, Darius died from... Uh, he died inside of the sensory deprivation tank. You know, there's notes on my phone that gives off the final, you know, the final feel being lifted, so to speak. So be right back. Okay, remember how I told you how the episode begins with Darius talking about being in a sensory deprivation tank? Or, you know, should I say he's, you know, basically saying how he's about to get ready? And, but, you know, how he needs his essentials, how he needs his medications and so forth to get the day started. You know, that was all a dream. You know, and the very ending, in my opinion, I think it still shows uh, clear insight that Darius is still dreaming. That Darius technically died uh, within the sensory deprivation tank. The reason why I said that is because the final episode, it shows a scene where he flipped. Okay, let me repeat that again. The final scene of season four, it shows him be it shows him being flipped. So it just gives off Donald Glover is giving us an indication that he did die. If you know how to read between the lines, he did die. Darius died uh, from b being drowned to death inside of the floating pod. You know that's technically what happened to Darius. You know and. You know, th this is my personal claim. This is my personal take. I don't know if this is true or not, you know, because for I am not the writer of the TV show, nor do I work for them, you know. But this is my, you know, my take. This is my personal opinion. And this is why. Okay, this is why. It says right here on my notes. Remember, Gematria Calculator, English Ordinal. Says right here, Darius drowned while being inside of a sensory deprivation tank that's bombarded with Epsom salts. Donald Glover was dropping hints about it throughout every episode of his TV show called Atlanta. That's why every scene felt surreal through the math people exclamation mark. Amen, AM273. 137 in the word format. Remember, 137 is the 33rd prime number. 211 and 47th prime number and so forth. 137, 137 in the word format is 273. You know, it adds up to 273. So 273 is what? 137. And 137 is what? The 33rd prime number. So this whole entire... You know, this whole entire sentence that I just said, right? about Darius drowning, yada, 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 is technically 33. 
And, you know, you know, and 33 is the number of truth, the number of truth, the number of the cold hard truth being being uh, shown to you right in front of your face to occultists, to, you know, writers like Donald Glover, for example. I wouldn't be surprised if Donald Glover uses numerology just like anybody else, you know, because it helps. That way you could flesh out the story with the numbers. That's why. You know, but that's what I think, ladies and gentlemen. Like I said, I don't know if that's true or not, but I personally feel that Darius did indeed drown inside of the sensory deprivation tank. And this explains why, if you look at the previous episodes, ladies and gentlemen, he's always dreaming. He has these dream-like scenarios, these fever dreams, these uh, hallucinations. He has all of these, you know, hallucinations you know, troubling him, you know, that causes him to lose focus, that causes Darius to daydream. But same thing applies to his characters, the characters of Darius' life, you know, and that is none other than Ern. Let me, let me read them again. You know, the, the, his close friends, you know, the, the characters are Ernest, Alfred and Van, you know, those three main characters, maybe Darius created them from his mind. You know, Darius created them from his mind, from his brain, you know, and this explains a lot. This explains why they do seem imaginary or they do fall victim to the dreamlike hallucinations just as much as Darius because it's all a dream. It's all a dream that Darius is, is, you know, conjuring up from his mind, knowing that he died from drowning in those Epsom salts. That's the key word too. That's the key word of my notes, the notes that I gave out to you guys. The key word is Epsom salts, which are technically, uh, you know, there is a chemical compound within those Epsom salts and that is magnesium. Now, I've read and I've also looked up that magnesium it's not scientifically proven but it's something that I strongly believe in that magnesium can seep through your skin so it can get inside of your bloodstream you know so if that water okay so if Darius died inside of the sensory deprivation tank and there's like, I don't know, like thousands of Epsom salts surrounding that water, you know, to his body and so forth. And he died due to the fact that he flipped and he drowned in a nutshell. Then all of those Epsom salts entered his bloodstream, either through the mouth, through the nostrils, or through the bloodstream, through the skin. It penetrated his skin and it entered his bloodstream. And this explains why... Darius is having these series of hallucinations like nonstop. It's being played on the loop. It's being played on the loop because he's because Darius is technically dead. You know, it makes perfect sense. I mean, just look back through the episodes of Atlanta. Like I said before, they're all surreal. They all play off as a dream because it's coming from the mind of Darius, who's already dead due to the fact that he drowned inside of the sensory deprivation tank. Wow. What a TV show. You know, just, it, it's absolutely insane of how 
Donald Glover comes up with these TV shows, and it's dark. The way Darius died is just downright grim, just downright macabre, just downright morbid. You know, but it just goes to shows me that Donald Glover knows how to execute a TV show, and he knows how to end a TV show. He also knows how to end one. You know, for Atlanta is living proof of it. And Atlanta will be held as one of the greatest TV shows of the 2000s era. You know, and it ended in, what, 2022. You know, so if you guys haven't seen Atlanta, hopefully this will encourage you to watch Atlanta right now. You know, because you guys are going to like it if you guys are into, like, you know, almost like Twin Peaks type of sub-themes, you know, themes, motifs, you know. If you ever seen Twin Peaks, you know, it, it, it's very avant-garde. It's very, it's very, how should I say this? It's composed of Dadaism. You know, and Dadaism is like basically things that don't make sense. Things that are there, but you don't know why they're there. They just are just for the pure aesthetics. You know, for David Lynch, is aesthetic-driven. And it seems to me that Donald Glover is also aesthetic-driven. It seems to me that Donald Glover, he also pays attention to detail. You know, for Atlanta, it does seem like it, it is an inspiration of Twin... Or should I say, Donald Glover got the inspiration for the TV show from Twin Peaks. It does give off that type of vibe, if you've ever seen that TV show. So anyways, uh, you know, that, that concludes it, you know, uh, tune into Atlanta. Uh, I'm pretty sure you can watch it on Hulu. Let me look it up. You can watch it on Hulu. Where else can you watch it? Uh, let me look it up. All right. Atlanta. No, not the city. The TV show. You can watch it on Fubo TV. You can watch it on Hulu, like I said before. YouTube TV, Sling TV, Google Play Movies, Apple TV, Vudu, ABC, FX Now, and of course Hulu. Hulu is your best option. You know, Hulu is your best pick, to be frank with you. But yeah. Uh, that settles it. Atlanta, a TV show created by Donald Glover. You know, this has been a review by none other than Defiant Knowledge, suggesting you to watch this TV show. If you haven't, if you have, what do you think about it? Do you hate it? Do you love it? Let me know. All right. Well, that settles it. Bye bye.